Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine. And we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after <laughs> forever and ever. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. <laughs> I wonder if we're ever going to start a podcast episode not laughing. Mm, boring. <laughs> and maybe one day we'll show, we'll share, we'll hit record when we actually just start connecting with each other on Zoom since we're recording all of our episodes on Zoom and everyone can hear how excited we are to see each other. Yeah. What, what yes. ridiculous things we actually talk about. Yes. So, hello. Hey, episode four. Woo. Yeah. On this journey with us. So, you have heard our interviews hopefully you've fallen in love with us and you heard our stories and our why and what this podcast is about and today we're going to share what is the new truth so deepening what this podcast is about and deepening getting to know kate and i because kate as i was thinking about this what is the new truth this is like why we are who we are <laughs> like oh. what right what we stand for as love te as teachers of love and mentors yes. of love and what i think each of us have been designed to do so this episode feels really really important to me as i'm sure it does you too yeah i think it's also about like what makes us different to most of the love coaches out there Yes. Um, you know, everyone's doing their thing and it's amazing that there's so many, um, people on this path supporting women around love and men. And I think that you and I both have a really unique flavor. So I feel, yeah, the new truth is, is busting a lot of, a lot of, a lot of the stuff that's being fed out there still. And, um, yeah, we'll be able to support you in a whole new way. Because the new truth is about experiencing life and love in a new way. And the old way is the old paradigm, the old truth that says a woman's worth is 100% dependent on whether or not she has a partner. And life is about checking off all the little boxes of engagement, wedding, kids, white picket fence. And if you don't fit that, if you don't want that, if you don't have that, then who are you? Or and, there's something wrong with you. Right. There, there must be something wrong with you yeah. if that's not what you, you want. You have not checked all the boxes and followed all the rules of some storyline that we didn't choose. Um, yeah. I just want to talk about the fact that how has the world evolved so much, so much? I mean, we have freaking phones on our wrists, like in <laughs> Inspector Gadget. Like you can like 
<laughs> I don't have one of those. I, it kind of freaks me out, but but like that's how advanced we are in technology. And you think about people and their careers and how, you know, the average, I don't even know what the average is, probably like minimum 10 careers per lifetime. Whereas like my dad has been in the same job. He just <laughs> retired, but like for 40 whatever years, also been married to the same woman for 45 years. And, you know, the world has changed so much and yet we still are being fed the same story around love. Like there's no other option. Like we're all supposed to want the same thing. And most women don't even question whether they want these things. It's like we just get driven by this this need to find a husband or a wife, of course. We support you no matter who you're into. Um, by the way, I'll just speak to that really quickly. Absolutely support you if you're into women, men, both. Um, yeah, it's that all are welcome. We'll just speak in more um, man, woman, generic terms just for simplicity's sake. But um, yeah, so it's like this quest to find a husband, gotta get married, gotta have babies. But how many people actually stop and really check in if that's what we want? And and then another question is, how could you even know that that's what you want before you've met a person you want those things with? Like that mm -hmm. to me is terrifying. And I used to do it. <laughs> but that there's women out there who are looking for a husband to fit this story that she thinks she wants of what she, her life is supposed to look like. But like, mm -hmm. how do you know you want to get married until you meet someone? You're like, holy crap, I love spending every day with you, I could probably do this for a long time. Mm -hmm. You know? That's well, terrifying. we want that because we think it's going to give us something, right? And that's the setup. Yeah. I was a love addict. All I thought about was having a boyfriend. Yes. And when I had said boyfriend, all I thought about was making sure this person never left me. That didn't yeah. go over very well ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But I'm right. I'm listening to you. And what's driving it is I'm going to get something. Right? right. This is going to give me myself. This is going to give me meaning in my life. This is going to give me my purpose. Yeah. This person's going to give me love. Going to give me validation. That, right. All yeah. of it. Right. Yeah. All of it. And it's going to give me what I can't find inside. Yes. Right. And that's the thing that kills me the most, right? We're walking around. I certainly walked around as a single woman before any healing work that thinking I don't have love because I don't have a partner. Yeah. And that's the thing that kills me the most. And that's the bullshit of the old paradigm. That's the most painful thing because then if love is only found in another person or yeah. if my worth and value is only found in another person, it is the set up for pain. Yes, exactly. And, and soul starvation. And when we say the, you know, the purpose of life is to experience all of who you are, that can't happen inside the old paradigm nope. because the old paradigm and the old truth is I'm going to tell you who you are as a woman. Yes. This is what you're going to want. This is what you're going to look like. This is how much you're going to weigh. Yeah. Yes. This is, these are the dreams that you're going to have. And yes. so now we're all freaking robots. 
right? It's actually really scary. I actually am kind of scared that eventually, like, there's going to be a whole cohort of women that look exactly the same. Oh, God. It's kind of scary. Okay, that's a whole nother episode. (laughs) Botox and injections. It's coming soon. God bless you if you're doing them. I love you anyways. But, like, we love you. A whole nother episode. We love you. But stop, stop looking for anything outside of you to give you a relationship with your soul. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's, we, the, the, that's the, the new truth is experiencing who you are in all aspects of your life. And stick with us because we will, you know, on this podcast, like I'm imagining right now your mind's going, but how, but how, but how? And we will give you so yes. many tools and share so many resources and so many ways in which you can do that. But the reality is the old truth is love. It's ego-based love. It's love that's rooted in fear. The old truth is love that is, um, it's rooted in the future, wanting the ego always, I call it the, your saboteur, always wants the next thing, mm-hmm. right? Once he, you know, asks me out on a second date, then I'll feel good. Oh, the date went so well. Oh, I just want another one. I just want another text. I just want a commitment. Mm-hmm. I just want an I love you. Once he asked me to move in together, oh my gosh, then I'm going to feel good in this relationship. Then I'll feel secure. Oh, you know, if, if the day he proposes, then I'll feel good. Then I will feel happy enough. Then I will feel secure. And, you know, so on and so on. The wedding, the babies, the house, you name it. Like we're constantly on this insatiable ego quest to find this, to get the next thing, right? To lock him in or her in, in the next way. And we want to rush to the next thing. Like women want to rush. It blows my mind when I'm working with clients, how they, they, they just don't even allow themselves to receive where they are. Like how beautiful is it to be someone's girlfriend or to be dating someone and getting to know them or to be, you know, whatever all the different alive. are to be, and like, alive. to be alive. And yet the, the ego's like, uh-uh, this isn't good enough. I need the next thing. And guess what happens when you're on the quest to get the next thing? You wake up one day, you've checked all the boxes, you have all the things and you feel fucking empty. You feel whatever you felt as a, as a single woman, you feel lonely, you feel not good enough, you feel insecure. All of the feelings that you had as a single woman when you're in relationship and you check every box, you could have your dream wedding, you could have your dream house, you could have your dream guy is not going to do it. It will not feed your soul long-term. It's not him or her. It's not the relationship that's going well, to none of- fill you up none of those things will give you your soul. Yeah. Right. So of course it, it won't be soul satisfying, especially if it's anything is chosen from your ego. Yes. Right. And the most painful thing is no one's, no one is teaching us how to have a relationship with our soul. No one's teaching us any relationship skills at all. And I'm so happy you said, I was waiting for you to say it, that the worst for me is that love is something to be captured. Yeah. Right, I capture it and then I stick it away in a little yeah. box and it's mine. Yeah. It's my precious. Even the fact that we say like my husband, like what? Yes. 
it's right. kind of like freaky. Like <laughs> so possessive. Well, it's like Gollum in the Lord of the Rings with the ring. And it's like perfect. Actually, that should be we should make a meme for that. Yes. Our engagement rings. Yes. And mine I, forever. Yeah. I will find you. Mine. <laughs> right. And we we run to or in the old paradigm, it's women running to wanting someone to belong to. Yes. Before they ever belong to themselves. Yeah. And I remember this. I mean, I, I remember having, I was in that cycle, having boyfriends and it was never enough, right? And no matter how much they loved me, it was never enough. And that place of being willing to start recognizing that life wants us to experience our wholeness. That's what I believe, yes. that the whole purpose of life is to experience who we are. And if yes. we start tracking, like instead of, look, there's no shame in living in the old truth because it's not our fault. It's right out of the gate right? For women with Disney movies and our culture programming and on top of childhood wounding in which maybe you weren't affirmed and celebrated and adored for who you are. So of course you're then going through life. Well, whoa, how do I get value and meaning? Oh, okay. Looks like I get value and meaning from being someone's girlfriend. Oh, looks like I get value and meaning from being someone's caregiver, right? And so not really, we go mother being... and rescuer to partners. Right. Yeah. No, well, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, we go from being a daughter to being a girlfriend. Like there is no in between, right? The moment you're, there's like crossover, you're a daughter and a girlfriend at the same time in high school and in your early twenties when you start dating. And then most women, you know, in, in not all, but in many cases become someone's wife really soon after that. And it's, so you go from really your last name being your dad's last name. And then if you choose to take his last name, your last name being his last name. And so like, this is the patriarchy. This is, I mean, really marriage was originally created for, as a business arrangement, like mm -hmm. women essentially were, were practically slaves. Really. We were sold to our husbands and we had a role to play to keep the system working yeah. But we didn't have a voice. We didn't have opinions. We didn't have our own, anything of our own. Right. And we lost, we didn't even have an identity. And obviously with feminism and, you know, the women's movement, we've come a really, really all the many waves of feminism and many waves, waves of um, women's movements. We've come a very long way. And yet still, I see this being even some of the most powerful women I know, like super successful, super confident in every other area of their life when it comes to love. All of a sudden, they're like waiting by their phone, like desperately waiting for the next date, like in mm -hmm. agony if he doesn't choose them, like, or, or like pushing the guy away, or I don't need love. It's just like, it's, yeah. it's, it's pretty wild how much we still give our power away when it comes to love. And again, just like you said, it's not your fault. It's not our fault. This is our conditioning. The moment we come, the moment we come out of the womb, it's like, here's a Disney movie. Here's like, this is what love looks like. Nobody gave us a book. Little princess. Yeah. Oh, you're a little princess. Exactly. <laughs> and, and like, there's nowhere in our conditioning that where they're like, okay, now I'm teaching you how to be a queen, <laughs> you know, like where you're self-sufficient right. you're sourcing all of your joy and, 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 you know, excitement, love. pleasure, <laughs> and love. And, and, you know, all of these things that we're longing for in partnership, it's like, you can have those, whether you have a relationship or not, when you learn how to cultivate all of that within yourself mm -hmm. from many different places, 
oh my gosh, your relationship, first of all, your partner doesn't have to work so hard to please you. Like I think men's number one problem in, in relationship or challenge is, um, is nothing I do is ever enough. I hear that over and over oh, again from over. guys. Because yeah. for women, they just want more and more and more because we've been set up to believe we're supposed to get it from our partner. Mm-hmm. And what, an, what a disempowering place to be. And I, most women don't have a relationship with their soul because life doesn't set them up in order to do so, right? Totally. Patriarchy is not just saying men are better. It also is masculine values of competition, productivity, right? Goals are more important than vulnerability and compassion and connection. And of course, it's more, 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 more fill me up because I am totally empty inside and I don't know who I am. Yes. And this movement and right, you, you know, we have to come back to what makes us different as what we don't want to call yourself a relationship coach. I keep wanting to say relationship coaches, but that's not what you want to call yourself. So what do we call you? What oh, are you? I don't even know what I am. <laughs> I'm a magician. <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, I sometimes I use coach. I'm more of a teacher, uh, love relationship expert. I don't know. I don't, I don't really know what my title is. I'm a magician. I, I, my gift is I see who women really are underneath all the bullshit of limiting stories that they've been telling themselves that are keeping them from being who mm. they really are, inclu- including, um, you know, this old paradigm of love. And I magically help them you know, really see themselves and, and feel and, and operate from a whole new way of being that's in alignment with their soul and with who they really are and their gifts and their, and their, yeah, just mag magnitude. <laughs> so I'm a magician. So sh- shall we? Okay. So <laughs> what are you? Magicians and alchemists. Yes. I'll say I'm, I mean, we can be the love alchemist yes. together because that's magician is alchemist. Love I, alchemist. Love that word. We're the love yes, alchemist. That's your title. Because yes. I, you know, my work is the healing of transforming all of the pain, shame, guilt, childhood wounding program that is the covering of their soul. And I love that your magic is you just see through it, right? You're just like, zoop, like I see your soul, like I'm with you there. And I'm like, whoa, I see your pain, right? And let's see the gift and the magic in that. And let's love on the little girl who thinks she's not good enough. And let's love through, I'm going to love you through the patriarchal social conditioning, but all of it is bringing us back to the gold and yes. the truth, right? The new truth is that you're already enough. You're already worthy. You're already whole and complete. And you get to decide what kind of life you're living. And that brings us to what makes us different as love alchemists is you won't see on our pages that success is based on our clients getting an engagement ring. Right. That's what brought us together. Right. We met, we fell in love. We've been following each other for a bunch of years and seeing how over and over again, our messaging and our work has been to break through the fairy tale. Right. And that we're not in this constant, oh, it's a win if you get married. Right. For us, the work is, are you connected to your soul? Are you being who you really are? Do you know how to bring? Because look, freedom, I think there's such this attitude that adolescent freedom, right? Is I can do whatever I want when I want, right? That's so adolescent. (laughs) And our like freedom now as a soul is I can be who I am 
wherever I am. Yeah. I can bring that. who I am. And a lot of the old paradigm of relationship is okay. I'm only allowed to be a couple things and I have to hide away my creativity or I have to hide away my passion because that doesn't fit marriage. Yes. Right? That doesn't fit what this person, this man needs. That doesn't fit who, you know, what I think I'm allowed to be. Yeah. Right. I, we use the word all the time. The new truth is about permission. Yeah. Right? Welcome to the movement of permission to be all of who you are, to love who you love, yes. right. Just to enjoy what you enjoy, to celebrate over and over and over again, every magical moment of your life, because it's one experience after another and you bring the meaning to your life. And I read this quote before we started recording and it feels like a wonderful opportunity to do so now. And this quote has actually been in my life since 2011 at my, I attended my very first personal development workshop. I had never done any work on myself up until that point. I had, you know, I went to therapy and I was two years sober, but I attended this workshop that really was the beginning of me understanding that absolutely anything is possible in life. Mm -hmm. And this was the quote that was shared there. And it's a quote by Joseph Campbell. And for me, this really is the, the new truth. This is what it means to have extraordinary love, right? An extraordinary life. So Joseph Campbell says, people say that what we're all seeking is a meaning for life. I don't think that's what we're really seeking. I think that what we're seeking is an experience of being alive. So that our life experiences on the purely physical plane will have resonances with our innermost being and reality so that we actually feel the rapture of being alive. Yes. I the rapture of so being alive. And I just felt this wave as I read that, that in the old paradigm, relationship is failure or success. Yeah. Right. It's this whole big devastating thing. If you ever go through a breakup, like it's the end of your life, the worst thing possible. I hope everyone loves over and over and over again. Right. A relationship ending is not a failure. That's part of the new truth. Oh, movement. yeah. It's, a, it's an experience. And you have none of us have any idea how many experiences we're going to have in the old truth. It tells us it promises us that love if you find it, once you find it, then you'll live happily ever after. You'll have it forever. We're going to grow old together. And that's what people focus on. You know, oh, I'm so happy I found it. Yay. It's like a, all of a sudden I have arrived. Their parents are like, whew, I can take a break now. My daughter's arrived. She's married. She's good. Um, but the reality is you have no idea what is coming in the future. You don't know if you're going to outgrow your relationship, if you're going to, if you're going to outgrow each other on this journey if one of you you know falls in love with someone else god forbid someone dies anything can happen yeah. and i mean i've worked with women of all i mean i've worked with so many women who um you know who got divorced and they were only getting married because they had thought they should and they were not wanting to cancel the wedding even though they had a gut feeling it was wrong they didn't want to cancel the wedding because they didn't want to let other people down. In the old truth, decisions are made for other people as opposed to what's aligned with your truth. And you know your truth, your gut, like those gut feelings that we had as little kids. Mm. Little kids are just operating from their intuition in every moment. And those gut feelings don't go away when you're an adult. Just we, we start listening to our mind over our body. 
And yet your truth is in your body. And the only thing you know in your relationship is your commitment right now in this moment and how you feel in this moment in the new truth. It's about being radically honest with yourself and honest with your partner if you're in relationship about what's true for you right now. What are you desiring right now? And sometimes, you know, in my relationship with Jeff, we've been together five and a half years. Um, I bring everything to him. There's been two times in the last five and a half years that I've felt curiosity and attraction towards women. And I brought that to him and it was scary at first because I was like, oh God, was this mean? Do we have to break up? Am I actually a lesbian? Like I was, it was all this, you know, this, it was, it was scary to bring it to him, but I'm so glad I did. Well, I mean, that's my commitment uh, in my life, but I brought it to him and he surprised me with his response. He just said, you know, if this is something that you need to explore and figure out, we will work it out together. We'll figure it out. Um, and I, I felt so supported. It wasn't like weird and pervy like a lot of guys would be. Mm. He didn't shut me down for it. It was like, hey, we will grow through this together. And that's mm. what our commitment is in our relationship is bringing our truth that's our truth right now. And okay. through bringing it to him, it dissipated. Like I never explored it. Maybe it'll come, maybe it'll come back again. I don't know who I'm going to be in the future, but, but for now I know that I'm safe in this relationship to be all of who I am. And there's no way I would be in this relationship if I couldn't right. be all of who I am. And yet most women and men shut parts of themselves down in relationship to not hurt the other person, to be a good wife, to be a good girlfriend. You know, I think of myself, I'm a really big flirt. That's my nature. And in relationships, I used to shut that part of me down. And then I would get really depressed and I would get bored and I would lose my sexual drive for my partner, lose my attraction. Yeah. And I realize now that it's because I shut down, like that is who I am, that I'm, I flirt with everyone and everything, like animals, children, like <laughs> old people, like it's like not sexual flirting, but my heart is wide open. I am a flirt. That's who I am. I get hit on in my building all the time because I'm such a flirt and I meet people in the elevator and they and they mm. ask me on dates and I just lovingly set boundaries and, and, uh, and honor, honor them, but also honor my truth. So it's the new truth is about like having a, um, what's the word, an insatiable curiosity for getting to know your own self. Mm. And your when we say soul, we mean like who you really are, that like gut feeling, what feels pleasurable, what feels painful. You know, there's, we'll recommend a ton of different healing modalities and um, both Catherine and I support women through coaching. And there's so many different ways in which you can get to know your own soul. Um, and that is the greatest love that you'll ever know to be able to find, you know, not just find in, and not to say you can't have amazing love. Of course you can have amazing love, but if you think that's the only place you're going to get that yes. beautiful, delicious, good feeling from it's a setup, you know, it's a setup because we do feel that way in the beginning. That's why you, that's why you're, you're drawn to the person because you have that intoxicating chemistry and, and, you know, ecstasy and, and love and, and excitement and the unknown and all of that stuff that happens in relationship, all of the endorphins that get released in the beginning. It's a setup because if you don't have other things in your life that fuel you and feed you in that way, 
the moment your partner does not give that to you anymore, you're going to either think there's something wrong with them or the grass is greener on the other side, or there's something wrong with you, or you'll just feel depressed, depression, Mm -hmm. which is repression of who you really are, not operating from your truth, but operating from your conditioned mind. Yeah, that's a lot. (laughs) Rant over. Uh, I have to say, this is Nicole Moores, who also is a love coach, but I read something of hers many years ago where she said, flirting is enjoying the experience of who you are. Yes. Right? And I feel like we're going to have to do a whole episode on flirting because- the old paradigm, like old truth flirting is I'm trying to manipulate in order to get something, right? And it's this whole thing that has to be shut down in relationship and, and it all, right. I just, the, the thing that's killing me in my body, even as we talk about the old truth is that love stops being love. Like love isn't love Mm -mm. in the old truth because we are love. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's who we are. Yeah. And why are little kids so fabulous to be around? Because they're just themselves. Yes. And they're not holding back. They're not like, oh, my love is for you, but it's not for you. Yes. It's just yes. full ownership of who they are. And that's the whole point of life. And why do women not share the truth in relationship? Well, they become more afraid to lose the person yes. than they are of losing themselves. Yes. Which and is that's so where the sad. pain is. That's what the pain is. And this willingness to grow, like I, my gosh, I, I'm on a journey of discovering who I am. Like I am so not in a position right now of like, I know who I am, right? Like I know what I love in this moment. I know what I'm passionate about. And I know that I really, really care about devoting my life to the discovery of who I am and having as many extraordinary experiences as possible. Yes this place of everything you just said, you know, you said my commitment is to bringing the truth of who I am to my relationship. Yeah. Our commitments to bringing the truth of who we are everywhere. Everywhere, not just in my romantic relationship. Like everywhere. And that's the new truth. That's why we created this podcast, right? You, you approach me, right? We're having these amazing conversations. We have such great chemistry. We have the same mission and we're like, wait a minute. How do we do this so more women can hear this? Yeah. Yeah. Like, every, cause every, every conversation. So all totally. women of all walks of life can hear the call, right? We're, we're sending the call to find your soul. Yeah. Right. And the old paradigm also keeps women from ever asking for help and love. And that's something that I care so much about because I can't, I'm sure you see this all the time too, right? Women who are saying, well, in the old truth, which old paradigm says, all I have to do is find the right person and then we live happily ever after. So why would I have to learn how to set boundaries? Why would I have to learn how to communicate? Why would I have to learn how to manage my overreactivity, right? And my trauma and my triggers, right? The old truth says, all you need is one person happily ever after. You don't have to learn any skills. You don't have to learn anything about yourself. And that's so horrible. Right? The new truth is the new wave of women who want to be conscious lovers in the world, who actually want to know who they are and, and know those, that being who they are is in service to the planet. And those relationship skills, like all that exists in life is relationship, not just romantic. Yes. Yep. Like every business, every, every interaction you have all day long is simply just a series of relational experiences. And yet nowhere in school, which is so effed up, like there is something off about that system. 
Nowhere in school do we learn about how to have healthy relationships, how to speak our truth, how to express ourselves fully, how to honor our gifts, how to know who we are, how to listen, how to have empathy, how to have compassion, how to, how to communicate, how to be boundaried, all of these things that you and I both teach. And we're going to share so much of it in the podcast. And of course, always recommend um, you know, that you work with someone. Catherine and I love to empower women. These skills, every woman needs to know, every human needs to know. The reason relationships are so dysfunctional, we've talked about a lot of the reasons, but the real (laughs) reason is because nobody knows how to do relationship and everybody is operating from their false sense of self that was created. You know, we come into this world totally sparkly, wildly expressed. You know, if you imagine a child under the age of three, you know, Mm. preconditioning, feel all of their feelings. They're super vulnerable when they're sad, they're crying their eyes out, but they move through it really quickly because children are geared towards pleasure. They're, you know, they feel their joy. They feel their sadness. They feel their anger. They move from feelings moment to moment. They express themselves. They're very boundaried. You know, I watched, um, Mm -hmm. it's almost Christmas again right now. I watched Santa um, a couple of years ago and I watched, uh, it was like, I was with my, my friend and her little um, mm. one-year-old baby and stood there in line. And I was absolutely disgusted at how many, literally every child was screaming their head off. Didn't matter if they're a baby, a toddler, a five-year-old, an eight-year-old. Nobody wanted to sit on Santa's knee. Why? Because it wasn't, the guy didn't look like Santa. He was like probably 30 years old and stoned. He didn't look like he wanted to be there. Kids are boundaried, right? They know their yeses and nos. It's clear their inner GPS is like firing, right? There is no, they, they don't have to justify their boundaries. It's just a no or a yes. And then we go through life. And then we go through painful experience after painful experience. Some people, you know, had really traumatic homes. Other people, like I had a really loving home and yet still I was shut down over and over and over again, told I'm too sensitive, too emotional, that I talk too much, that it, you know, I needed to be more still, Um, you know, basically all of my natural gifts were shut down. And then you go and get plugged into a school system and these kids are like, so full of life and they're screaming on the playground and they're playing and they're imaginative and creative and expressive. And then they, in the bell goes, they go inside and single file and they freaking sit in these chairs and like shut all of the parts of themselves down. And, you know, the school system teaches to three learning styles and there's actually nine. So all the kids that don't fit those learning styles fall through the cracks and feel stupid after school. And like we walk around as adults these crazy dim versions of ourselves. Like children are so magnetic. They're so sparkly. They're irresistible. People want to give to them, support them, love them, be there for them. And then you look at adults and we're just like a whole bunch of kids walking around with pain suits because of all the crap that we were told and all the beliefs we're carrying about ourselves from all the times we were told that we weren't good enough or that we needed to be different or better or appropriate or you know, good, bad, right, wrong. We, we, our sense of self has been so skewed and that's why our relationships are so dysfunctional. Nobody gave us a manual and nobody gave us a manual on how to understand what's happening within ourselves and how to get back home to who we are. 
And the new truth is a movement awakening women to come home to who they really are. Because I promise you, no matter who you are, where you are, what job you're in, whether you're in relationship or not, no matter what age you are, I promise you, you are so far from who you are. There is so much more inside of you than you have any idea. We just have to let that all land because it's so good. I'm like, keep going, keep going. So Fox. And, and for the woman who's on the path, right? Who's been doing work on herself and is totally connected listening to this to get excited about how the new truth is an ever evolving truth. Yeah. Yes, right? exactly. The new, the new truth is there are many truths. Yeah. And just because you love something today doesn't mean you have to love it tomorrow. Yes. And the path and the journey and the, the true healing is, am I committed, devoted to myself. Yes. No matter what. And I live the devotional practices of connecting with myself every single day because I think my my truth right now is feeling really humbled by what happens when I don't do my practices. Mm-hmm. Right? When I don't go to yoga, when I don't meditate, when I don't journal, when I don't use my tools of divination, right? I might as well be ba- I'm back plugged into the matrix, right? Yes. And, a, and a robot of yeah what I think matters. And so the new truth of an ever evolving truth and a devotion yes. to the discovery of who you are and throwing away this addicted to the arrival points. Yeah. There's no destination. Uh uh-uh. There is no destination no. and you can transform your, like the gift of personal development is you can transform your life in one second. Yeah. In any second, you can begin again. Yeah. In any second, you can change your perspective, right? That's the miraculous way of living, right? How can I see this differently right now? And in the new truth, this celebration, right? We're here to celebrate, honor, affirm, right? Be, I'm like, I feel like I want to, we're the parents, we're the healthy parents right? for, all, for, for all women, because I'm, you know, you're talking about the, the wounding that happens in our culture. And I'm thinking about my mom who, you know, it's funny. I was actually talking to my sister today. So I grew up with all girls. I'm one of three girls. And I was talking to my middle sister today and we were sharing on how often our mother compared us to other girls, Oh wow! right? Where she'd actually say to me often, like, why can't you be like so-and-so? And she'd say to my sister, oh, you got a 98. Why didn't you get a hundred? And, you know, so-and-so is doing this kind of tutoring and this training. How come you don't want that? And this, you know, what happens when a child, right? We actually do need affirmation and validation. Like that, that's an important part of life. Like there is no shame in wanting affirmation and validation. But of course, what's happening in the old paradigm is I'm desperately seeking validation and shape shifting into becoming what part I think is going to get validation rather than ever even knowing on the path of love and in all relationship, friendship, romantic partner, if I've ever even found someone who can actually see my soul. And that's recognition versus validation. Because validation, I believe, is ego and children need it. But I I believe it feeds the ego where it's like, because it's insatiable. It's like, Mm. oh, it's, it's never enough, you know? you get a compliment. It's never enough. You get, you're always wanting more validation. Oh, how many likes do I have on social media? How many comments do I have? Are people responding? And so it's like insatiable, but recognition is when someone reflects. And this is what I've experienced. The more I've come home to who I really am, 
recognition, I'm not attached to it. Validation, I used to be like, when mm. I was insecure and operating from my saboteur or false sense yes. of self, I was desperate for validation, always trying to get it, pretzeling, doing people pleasing, doing everything I could to try and get people to like me and approve yeah. of me. And it was never, it never, it never nourished me. Like it was, I got a lot of it, but it never, it never stayed. Whereas with recognition, now that I'm in alignment with who I am and, you know, committed to the path of ever awakening more and more of who I am, the recognition I get, it's like, ah, yeah, I feel, I feel Mm. seen and it, it, it feels good, but I don't need to hold on to it. It's not like, oh, I, you know, tell 10 people I got a compliment or it, you know, it's not so, um, I need to hold on to this thing because it's not, it wasn't validating my ego. It was recognizing who I really am. And I think that, or what I've, what I know to be true and what I've witnessed in myself and, and clients of mine is that when you are walking the truth of who you are, that's when you get so much recognition. recognition. Mm. The thing that we're chasing when we're in our false sense of self, we we're desperately chasing the validation but you never feel it. And then when you get into alignment, all of a sudden the universe showers you with recognition, not even just in the form of words, but in gifts and mm. opportunities, experiences like you, that's when you get showered with, mm. with abundance in so many regards when you are honest with your truth and you choose to design a life that that really nourishes you and that feels good as opposed to design a life that you were told you were supposed to have. Oh my gosh, that's so good. That's so good. I love that so much. And of course, seeking validation, if I'm seeking it not from my soul, then right. That, like it, it can't satisfy or satiate no. because it's not who I am. Yeah, exactly. I, I always just said the validation and approval is not a bad thing because you it's important for that. Like that kind of mirroring yeah. right, is important for oh, this. Totally. Right? Because 100%. we're supposed to belong. So I love we thrive off of it. That's such yeah. a better word. Yeah, <laughs> totally. We thrive word. off of we thrive off of it. Recognition is essential, right? That's to know right. that we're yes, we're seen that. and we, that we see people and that we're that we're being seen, which is another reason why when you're on this path, it's essential, absolutely essential that you surround yourself with people who truly see you. Yes. And places that where you feel you. And have many. Have many. Oh, yeah. In your life. Yeah. The, new, the new truth, right? We created the New Truth Movement Facebook group. Go join now. Yes. Come play with us. Celebrate with us. Because we knew it was essential for other women to have one another. Right. Yes. To have the space to share and celebrate and be recognized for who they are and to have the space to share all the experiences you're having in this new way of life and love. Yeah. Well, thank you for that, Kate. I'm going to take that in my yes. podcast recognition. I thought so I already good. told you that before. I thought I shared probably, that. Probably, probably, but I'm yeah, there's really so many, right pretty much every conversation is a podcast episode. <laughs> but I, I actually said recently, if you don't know who you are, yeah. how could you know if someone loves you? Yes. Yes. Because if you don't know who so you are, good. who are they loving? Yeah. <laughs> who, who, who's getting any attention? Yeah. Right? If it's not you. Yeah. And so this, this place of new truth, extraordinary life, extraordinary love, the truth of who you are emanating from the inside out. And that is how magic occurs. Yes. In life. And we are 
so, so happy you are on this journey with us. Kate, I love that I get to do this with you. Me too. It's the best part of my life. It's the best. This and dance and meditation clubs. (laughs) My top three. Oh, yes. We should do something like that. We could keep celebrating each other on the podcast even. Like, what are you loving right now? you're You're loving the podcast, dance, and your meditation group. Podcast, I have to call, I have to say what my dad says, Army of Sass. Woo-hoo! I have my show on Saturday. I yes. love it so much. I love your dancing videos. So fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram and you can see all my twerking. Carlo <laughs> XO. P.S. I could not do that last year. <laughs> it's a new skill. You can do it too. Oh my what gosh. are your top three? Ooh, what am I loving right now? I, you know, I'm falling in love again with my clients. So I'm, I'm really loving the one-on-one work and the depth and the, the on the phone call, the wake up, like the wake up calls. Yeah. Right? And when, so when good. a woman touches the flow of love and touches who she is and she's like, whoa, oh my God. Yeah. I can't live any other way ever again than this. And I'm really loving my dog. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm really loving Leela, and gosh, I'm really loving podcasts. Yes, <laughs> I'm, listening, I'm listening to to podcasts, and and the current one I'm listening to right now is the expanded podcast with Lacey Phillips. So that oh yeah, that one's good. Right now, yeah, right. podcast is a whole new world. I didn't even like when we started the conversation about doing one. It was because. I had so many clients and people at the women at my talk say, you have to do a podcast. You have to. And I was, I was like, okay, universe, I get the memo. Like I hadn't even listened to a podcast. Like, and so now I'm going down the podcast rabbit hole and there's so many good ones yes. and, and they're really fun. And with that said, since there are so many good ones, we are so grateful that you're listening to ours and yes. we're so grateful that we yeah. get is for you and your rates and reviews and your comments all make such a difference. And if you know a woman who needs to hear this message too, please share it with her and join us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group and click the links in the show notes to our websites to see upcoming events because we have so, so much available for you. One-on-one coaching, live events, online group programs. We're so excited to offer it all to you. So off we go. Episode four, what is the new truth? Hope you enjoyed it and we'll see you next time. So much more to come. Keep following. Thank you for listening to the new truth podcast. You are a woman first. Throw away the fairy tale story so that you can have the real thing and a life that you freaking love. If you loved what you heard today, be sure to rate, review, and share it with all of the amazing women in your life who need to hear this message. And it's all women. Every woman. (laughs) Like every woman you know. Share it with your grandma. You can find us on Instagram at The New Truth Podcast and our website, thenewtruthpodcast.com. Sign up to receive your free gift from us. The three major myths about love keeping you settling, sacrificing, and sabotaging your relationships. Go get it while it's hot. Get it. Stay tuned for our next episode. See you soon. See you soon.